Hey Luke, how are you going? Hey, how are you, Luke? Good, yeah, good name choice. It's fantastic. Uh, thank you, thank you, Nick. I'm doing really well. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to this, but yeah, doing good. No, that's that's good to hear, mate. Um, I guess I'll get stuck into a few questions I want to ask you. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell everyone a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, sure. So. Maybe I'll start with where I'm at currently and then I'll work my way backwards. But, you know, I'm, I'm a life coach and it's a new business that I've started recently. I call myself a life impact coach. So for me, it's about, you know, how do I create impact in someone's lives? And I'm a big believer that, you know, people need to understand their beliefs in order to create habits and then cre create this kind of really, you know, fulfilling life. So for me, it's about how do I create impact for people? And previous to that, I've you know, been really fortunate to do a whole heap of different stuff. So many years ago, I was in retail, like a lot of people have probably started off their journey. So I did that for about 15 years in a couple of different places. And then I got into luxury goods. So I was working at a place called Mould Hennessy. So part of Louis Vuitton, Mould Hennessy, it's a big global business. Did that for a long period of time, loved that. Then got into professional sports and worked at Melbourne United as their gem commercial sales and then got into into a marketing advertising role and then kind of started to have this realization that, you know, I really wanted to launch my own business and, and get into this life coaching. It's something that I'd been passionate about. You know, we tried to do some numbers the other week on how many hours I'd actually spent with people over the journey, you know, coaching, mentoring and, you know, helping them. And it was like, you know, about 15,000 odd hours. So I'd always loved those things. So then thought, well, let's create into a business and, and see how we go. So it's new, but uh, yeah, loving it. Well, it sounds like it's been a passion for a long time and, um, you know, it's always been there. It's just finally morphed into an actual business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re really true. You know, myself, my wife did a Tony Robbins four-day seminar many years ago and that was a, a bit of a light bulb moment for me. You know, how can I help people and impact people? And it kind of just faded into the background while the rest of my, you know, corporate career you know, kept going and then the opportunity came up where, you know, at the start of this year, I'm like, no, this is something I want to impact on and and off we went. So, you know, here we are. No, no, it sounds amazing, um, everything you've told me so far, um, even obviously on our call prior to this as well. Um, what, what, what's, um, I guess, what's important around what you do? So, like, what, what sort of impact does what you do have for people? You know, why is it important for them to look at what you do? Um, how do you help them win in regards to what you do? Yeah, really, really good question. And look, the, the biggest thing for me, I always try to talk to clients is having awareness and understanding. And, and what I mean by that is that it's amazing how many people, I've got a newsletter that's coming out in a couple of weeks and I'll use this example. So client came to me, we'll call him Tony. His name's not Tony, but he knows that I'm talking about him. So he came to me and his original piece was, hey, you know, I want to get healthy. It's like, okay, great, you want to get healthy. But we started to dig in further and then started to realize it wasn't necessarily about health was one of his goals. His goal was more around his kids and spending time with his kids. And then we got further into it and it was about educating his kids around their health, right? And then we got into it further and we started to realize that yes, there was this education piece for him and his kids, but it was also about him as a father. So for me on how I really tried to help people is how do you get to that kind of root cause and the thing that someone's really wanting to do? Because often when you first kind of sit down, it's actually not really what they're trying to do. You kind of really need to dig in and to answer your question. For me, it's about 
how do you get awareness, but then how can I impact on someone for them to maybe change their beliefs and then create some of those habits that are going to get to their kind of goals? That's fantastic. And, you know, I've done a lot of work in the past um, with another coach of mine um, around belief systems and you, it really makes you realize that what you believe isn't always going to be true and um, adjusting yeah. your belief system can really set you on an, an awesome path that you didn't know was um, possible prior. Yeah, like there's, there's um, a lady called uh, Marie Forleo. She's, a, she's over in the States and, and she has this fantastic quote. I won't do it verbatim, but, you know, in my mind and what she talks about is that, you know, your beliefs create those kind of emotions and the emotions and your feelings then create your actions and then your actions create your results. So if you can, if you can control an impact on your beliefs, then that can really then start to change the results that you're trying to get. And at the end of the day, you're the only one that can control your beliefs. So the more that you know what they're about and then are they lining up to your goals and the more you can have power and impact on the things that you're looking to do. 100%. And I also love as well earlier how you talked about getting to the root cause of a goal. Um, you know, we always talk about the aircraft analogy here at Modern Visual and, you know, if a plane crashes into a mountain, they don't just blame the pilot. They want to find out the ultimate cause of that crash. Um, so they look at why, 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 why yeah. to find out how they can solve that problem so it doesn't occur again. And, um, you know, like you said, what's on the surface isn't always what you're trying to solve. It could be a lot deeper. Yeah, yeah, look, it rarely is, you know. And I certainly, every time I sit down with someone at the start, it's always, you know, you mention why, but it's that, you know, why is this happening and why do you want to do that? How is it impacting your life? You know, how is it impacting others? Like, these are all the things that you really need to get into. And it's, it's kind of why it's important, too, to have someone to help you along to do this because it's really difficult to sit down by yourself and ask these deep questions and then not kind of lie to yourself at times, especially when you're really emotional about it. And that's kind of where the power of a coach can come in to have, you know, no judgment, take the emotion out of it and get all the way down to the bottom of what you're trying to do. And, and our friends and family around us are always going to support us, but sometimes their support can mean they're telling us what we want to hear and not the truth, which doesn't really help us at the best of times either. Yeah, a hundred percent, you know, and, and they've got their own motives, right? And, and sometimes, you know, sad to say, you know, friends and family don't have motives that support you. Um, but, you know, we all hear those stories. But certainly, sometimes their motives are out of love for you, but they actually might not be lining up with the goal and the vision that you're trying to achieve. Because maybe that goal and vision needs to have, you know, more working hours or more dedication or do these really difficult things. Like, and sometimes family and friends don't realise that. So it's difficult for them to give that, you know, unemotional input into the things that you're trying to do because, because they just don't understand it sometimes. And that's okay, you know, that, that's not necessarily what family and friends are always about. 100%, and they've got your best intentions in mind, but it's just not always the outcome that um, you're after. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about your strategies um, around forming great habits. How, what, do you, what do you recommend if someone's trying to, you know, get into a habit? Does it take a bit of time to create a good habit? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of different theories to this. And, and I say that if someone is saying to you, hey, it takes 21 days to create a habit, I say that that person is maybe not giving you the full kind of picture, right? So we can create habits in a couple of different ways. And, and there's an awesome guy called BJ Fogg and he talks about, you know, design principles and design habits. And he's, um, he's a professor, so he knows his stuff. And a lot of this is based on science, which is really important. So he talks about that, you know, you can have an epiphany, 
You know, we've all had those, that kind of light bulb moment, this fantastic amount of energy comes to us and then we create these habits. So you can do that. You can, you can redesign your environment to sort of remove things, add things in, or you can create all of these tiny little baby steps, these tiny little habits that'll get you there along the way. And that for me, like, is a really interesting way to look at it. But you can also do some different things around, you know, deleting, rewiring, editing. Like there's, there's so many different ways you can come at this. But I'd always say to someone that's looking to do something around habits, it's not necessarily about repetition. You doing something over 21 days per se is not necessarily mean you're going to get the results that you want. The biggest thing is going to be about having success and being able to attach, you know, emotion and energy and those kind of, you know, those feelings and serotonin in your body when you start to have success, once you start to do those things that hardwires it in and that's how you start to create those habits, that's how you lock them in. But it's certainly not about just doing something for 21 days because you might be doing it with no energy, no emotion and no real want and passion to keep that past the 21 days. You might be just going through the motion, right? 100%. And, you know, you've got to want something to make it actually stick. Like if you don't want it, you're not going to be putting in the effort if someone's told you to go to the gym, let's say it's your doctor, and you genuinely don't want to change or do it, then you're going to really struggle to stick with it. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I could not agree more. You've, you've got to be invested into it. You know, you've got to have that emotional piece. And going back to your question before, when you were talking about, you know, the coaching side of things, you know, we're really different. A coach is not about a mentor. Like a mentor is there to say, hey, replicate exactly what I tell you to do and you'll get to me. A consultant is about, you know, you bringing them in and them kind of doing that process for you and then really kind of giving you the information to do it. Whereas a coach and what we try to do and me personally is we try to guide you and ask those questions and provide that information and get that kind of light bulb moment happening where you're creating these things along the way, right? Because if you're creating them, then your mind starts to go, I can do this, I'm buying into it, I'm not being told to do it. Because don't forget, the mind sometimes is like a you know, three-year-old boy, I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old, so I know what he's like. He says no all the time. But, but you know, when you start to create these powerful things yourself and you put them into motion, then you get that buy-in by your own mind to keep on going further down the track. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's definitely a solid strategy. And um, yeah, appreciate you sharing that. Um, yeah, lots to it. Lots to it. You've also mentioned to me that Are You OK Day is coming up. And I think you mentioned as well that a lot of companies are extending that to Are You OK Week. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit more about what that's all about? Yeah, so Are You OK Day, you know, this has been going for a number of years now. It's a fantastic it's a fantastic day and you know it was originally about just asking that question of are you okay around that you know, that mental health and and now it's kind of evolving a little bit further so are you okay is now about well if they say well i'm not it's you know how are they how are you prepared to you know answer those kind of you know questions or how can you explore it a little bit further or you know where do you take that person to go and sit down so now it's not just the question it's about you know what happens next it can all be found on are you okay i think it's dot org dot au something along those lines but you mentioned before it's also now going for for a full kind of week some companies are doing it so next week i've got some conversations on the wednesday got some on the Thursday, you know, about creating powerful habits and goals and whatnot. And then I've also got a business on the Friday and they're starting their morning doing, you know, meditation. So they're getting everybody to do a group meditation on Zoom. 
And then at the end of the day, they're bringing me in on Zoom as well. Um, we're obviously in lockdown here in Melbourne compared to where maybe the rest of your, your fans are. But then they're bringing me in later in the day to do this exercise on creating these kind of powerful habits. And, you know, how do you get momentum coming out of this and, you know, power towards the end of the year? And it makes sense to involve someone like yourself because it's all well and good to tick the box to say a company's doing it. But without the correct ingredients, it's kind of meaningless, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's... Look, it's really interesting and it's, it's, it's a hard one, right? If, like I speak to a lot of business owners and, and some people are in a really fortunate space. Hey, you know, my team's fantastic and we're doing really well, you know, brilliant. But sometimes you just don't know, right? And especially some of the challenges that we've had recently where people have been at home and you don't know whether or not, you know, they're sitting on their Zoom meeting, they're doing well, and then they get off the Zoom meeting and then, you know, they're just not in a good spot. So... It's about having those kind of telltale signs. But what I say to businesses are when they, when they talk about these things is that if you kind of look at it as a leader in your business and say, do you think that if your employee is more motivated, more charged up, more feeling better about themselves and you know, all of this in a personal capacity, then do you think that they can actually help you in a business capacity? And if you start to look at those things and say, I want highly motivated, feeling successful, passionate, energized team members, then like using a coach is really beneficial because that's when you can start to see results such as, you know, a sporting, you know, star, you know, often they use coaches because they just want that outside person looking in to say, Hey, how can I get better? How do I go from good to great? And it's, it's true because even in my experience, hiring a number of people over the years, Every time there's been an issue, um, you know, with an employee, there's typically an underlying personal issue, whether it be something going on at home or um, there's a disconnect with their role. Um, it's always like a personal thing that gets that gets involved there to cause the issue. So, yeah. it, like what you said, you know, if they're feeling energized and charged up, they're always going to put in 120 percent in the workplace. Yeah, yeah, and that's now we touched on it a little bit earlier, right? So that's that then goes back into that whole belief system. So, you know, you hire a, a particular person, you know, you're expecting them to be amazing, coming in, fitting into your culture. And sometimes something kind of goes, you know, a little bit sideways. And often that, once you start to get into understanding the beliefs, then you can really start to understand, well, okay, where is this person coming from? Why is this particular thing happening? How do we work through this together? You know, I've hired this person because, you know, they've got this amazing skill set that I really love. But it's not working at the moment. So how do we work through these beliefs to get them back to the point where, you know, we're functioning really well? Because as a leader, sometimes it's us, right? Sometimes we haven't done the things that we thought we would do to get the best out of this person. And that's what's really important. 100%. And I think, to be honest, I think we could talk all day about this. So, you know, I'm really loving yeah, the chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is there any resources that you've got available that people could check out after our chat today? Just, um, I think... What we're talking about is such a critical part of, um, you know, not only the workplace, but also the home environment. Um, yeah. what, what sort of resources do you have around that people can check out? Yeah, look, there's, there's heaps of different podcasts out there. You know, I listen to, you know, my teacher, Jay Shetty, I listen to him all the time. He's got some great stuff around habits and, you know, whether or not it's the mind, body, soul. You know, Nike does some really good podcasts. Check out BJ Fogg. He's fantastic. Um, there's a whole heap of different neuroscientists over at Stanford which do some amazing stuff. But, um, you know, if people want to connect with me as well, you can get onto lukefenwick.com. Um, I've got a blog which I get out every couple of weeks which talks about all kinds of different things. 
you know, relating to why would you be a coach, you know, conversation in our minds coming up. And I've also got a newsletter, which I start to share some of these kind of resources that I've used to just kind of, you know, help my mindset and, you know, keep on figuring out the best way to help people. It's one of those indirect things where um, people might be consuming these newsletters, but not directly relating that to performance in the workplace or whatever it may be. But marketing is very similar. Um, advertising is very similar where you might put some effort in here and then on the, on the other end of the scale, you can't attribute that, but it is such a crucial link towards performance. Um, so I feel like it's definitely important that people check out those resources and um, subscribe to your newsletter because I think there's going to be a lot of value that they might not link to it, but it will have a massive impact. Yeah, look, for me, it's understanding where it really starts to change is when you understand how the mind works because we can hear all kinds of different theories and it is about emotion at time, but when you can really start to delve in and go, well, you know, this is my two million year old brain, you know, it was originally created to kind of get us moving to go out and find food and water and shelter and stuff like that. And now the world's in a really different space. So the more, you know, research you can do to understand how your mind works and then this mindfulness piece and then how you can create, you know, vision, action and change and impact in your life, then, then you can really start to see the benefits. And, you know, there's nothing wrong, you know, with reaching out to someone, it doesn't need to be me. Sometimes it's a friend just to get that perspective to say, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking to do. This is what I'm stuck with. You know, give me a hand here. Like, you know, we're all in this together in regards to learning and getting better and creating remarkable lives. So, you know, seek out the help and, and find support where you can and, and don't wait forever. Just, you know, take action, make impact and get moving in your life, I say. Yeah, definitely. I think don't let your pride get in the way of reaching out for help because it's going to be the best thing you could do. Um, yeah. Really appreciate your time today. And um, I'll put some links down um, with the video where, wherever I post it on social so people can check, check out your website and your blog. And um, yeah, again, really appreciate your time. And um, we'll, we'll talk again very soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, be safe, be well, and chat to you soon. Thanks, Luke. All right, bye.